Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. This is episode 11, day 11 of the 12 days of Ultraman. It's amazing that it goes this quick. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Anyway, like we said, we've, yeah. we've done this for almost three years now, and it's just that's crazy. And blur. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, right now, we're going to cover the assassin beast from space. You want to tell them who you are? Uh, oh yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> I'm your host, Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, shit! I screwed that up. It's supposed to be a Christmas reference. That's fine. Oh, oh man, <laughs> the Hans Gruber, the Holly John McClane. I'll uh, take that. Yeah, okay, yeah, that works. Uh, all right. Well, this is uh, April twenty first, two thousand and one, uh, and and it was directed by Toshiyuki Takano and written by Junki Takagami. Fair enough. And uh, this is uh, this is a, pretty much the Assassin Beast from Space. Thank we covered you. that already. Did we? But, yeah. Okay. See, we're, we're, we're double check. It snowed, and we're off our game. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and it didn't snow. We're at actually stuck on. Paved surfaces. Yeah. But it looks pretty. Yeah, oh, it's very pretty. That. I woke up this morning. Well, when I woke up this morning, everything was covered. The streets were covered? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Because when I woke up, the streets were blank. But that's fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that's fine. Yeah. So, uh, we have these. Uh, this is uh, almost a, the, the penultimate Ooh. episode. Yeah, big words. Big words. <laughs> um, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm going to take out the big word bell for that. Thank Ooh. you very much. There you go. And ultimate. There you go. There you go. Penultimate. So, um, let me get a, see if I can find, find a little. Your notes? Or the mm. TV guide summary? Yeah. So we've got, we've got, um, different, we've got different, um, monsters in here. We have a return yes. of a alien Zamu. Right. Whom I like. I really, I would like to see more Zamu. I would like to see more Zamu. I don't know that they are going to bring him in, but I would not argue with them. Well, they're listening to us, so obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Listen, the fact that they're going on quicker transformation scenes, I think, is directly because of us. <laughs> Why not? I can believe that. <laughs> right? I can be that You're like, sure. Why not? Why not? I, I, I see no reason why it can't be. Considering that they haven't told us that in they're the, not listening to us, I'm right. going to go with the fact in, that they're listening to in us. In the world of infinite possibilities, right? <laughs> they listen to us. Right. Us two douche nozzles doing yeah. this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we have, we open up, what do we open up on exactly? We open up with the monster appearing. and Yeah, it's right out of the gate. Out of the gate, and the design on this monster is absolutely Bonkers. Yeah, his name is Gural, according to this. But they also call him Gural. Okay. I like mean, G U R A L E with Gural. They actually show up any particular name. No, when I was they call him. It. They call him something at some point when they when uh, he's supposed to be a combination of monsters. Okay. Um, he's a, like an abomination of various monsters, okay. born from dark matter itself. Of course. Of and uh, course. he attacks the planet Zamu under uh, uh, Menchite's orders. Now, Menchite yes. is uh, is the big bad, if you will. Right, and he's just a brain monster, just the smartest monster that you could ever possibly have. Yeah, but then he becomes. Later, he becomes a different. Yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Anyway, he is the he is what is. He shows up originally, sort of in a human form, looking kind of like a samurai. You're thinking of the 
You're thinking, thinking about somebody like else? the squid monster from like two episodes ago. Okay, that happens. Yeah, um, <laughs> it really does. But then this, the first monster that you gave us, Grawl, creates a Zamu, which then well, he doesn't create a Zamu. He he shoots at a mountain, which releases yeah, a like, spaceship and blows up the spaceship. <laughs> right. And the Zamu. the one guy escapes. Yeah. Now the one guy who escapes. Um, his name is, give me a second, um, Asura. Okay. And I believe that means hope. Okay. They went through that. And, um, he is the, he basically is carrying the future of the Zamu race. Right. In this little globey thingy that he's got. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those little. Looks like it's from the, like a diffuser from the sharper image catalog. I was just going to say one of those little <laughs> lights that you can pretty much hang in. Yeah, it does look like a touch exactly. light as well. Yeah, exactly it's, it it, it, it definitely it's like something you buy out of Sky Mall. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Spend a hundred dollars and get this Jigo that you there don't you go. need. You're like, well, if I get the self dog feeder, and I'll never have to worry again because yeah. I travel a little bit. Corgi backpack. Oh, mm, I like it. <laughs> I used to love SkyMall. Never ordered anything. No, you can't because it was a trillion dollars. Exactly. And they knew it was just such a limited set of people that they were going to get right. that they could just put the markup wherever they wanted. But they were like, look, SkyMall, you can order it from that phone that's right in front of you. are like, a phone call in the sky? Yeah. Honey, we gotta order gotta something. try. We have why to. Why not? Yeah, we have to. <sighs> but I'll tell you why. Because but, uh, $500 yeah. for the stupidest $5 Gigo that you ever and then the, and then the And then the thing was expensive. And then, like, the call was the probably The phone call was an $8 too. call to yeah. start with and then, you know, $5 a minute or some such nonsense, yeah. and they would purposely keep you on the phone call for of half course. an hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. I understand how it works. It's fine. I'm all right with that. Listen, as a guy that works on phones, I know how much it costs to get a phone from a plane down. So right. yeah, they were charging you for that. Yeah. Well, now it's all now it's all cellular, cellular phones. and satellites. And yeah. Should be. But even on planes, you, that's why they tell you not to use your cell phone as you're taking off or landing, and they tell you to put it on airplane mode right. because they don't want you interfering with the stuff that they really need up in the cockpit. Well, I like the fact that they like they have not proved that it does actually interfere with anything, apparently. And they're like, hey, just in case. <laughs> you know what? I will go with just in case yeah. as opposed to finding out the wrong way after yeah. 200 people oh, died. I'm fine with that. I'm, fi- <laughs> I'm absolutely fine with like, okay, look. Uh, for safety, Honestly, just in case. We're going to err on the side of caution, you guys. Yeah. If you could stop tweeting for 20 minutes, that would be Well, awesome. it's not even 20 minutes. You're not supposed to actually turn the thing off airplane mode while you're on the plane until they tell you, well, yeah. until you're basically on the ground. Uh, yeah, but no, they, they, I mean, nowadays they're like, you have in-plane Wi-Fi and stuff. Yeah, you have in-plane Wi-Fi, but you're still supposed to have airplane mode on because you're in-plane Wi-Fi connects directly to the plane. Yeah, it doesn't connect to stuff anywhere else. It connects to stuff directly on the plane. But, uh... I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) That's all right. That's perfectly fine. So, um... So, yeah, this monster, uh... Kills a Zam with the one Zamu that is uh, defending the ship right. and destroys the ship and everybody in it. So there's one target left. So Growl attacks Heart headquarters uh, for the last surviving alien Zamu, which is Asura. Okay. Uh, Naos appears to challenge the space killer. Right. But the creature withstood all the hero's attacks and overpowers him. Okay. Drains his energy, 
That was something, right? Yeah, when like, they actually going, and he just starts sucking the energy out. Of that was. I was like, well, that can't be good. <laughs> That's not good at all. I don't like this. No, it was not good. Yeah, definitely not good. Yeah, it was. It was. The, I, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, oh my, that's not good at all. Is that your? No, I think. It's oh, that's the, a plane. It is a plane. Yeah, it is a plane. Sounded like your phone. Guys, I think it's a Cessna. It really is. It does sound like a very small one-engine plane. I think it's snowing again a little. Not enough to really stick. No. So, in case you guys were wondering what was going on today. (laughs) Back to the show. Guys are like, guys, shiny objects. Jeez. (laughs) Come on. They have known by now that we will get distracted. At some point, a listener's just going to hold up a thing of keys. We'll be like, all right, all right, yeah. (laughs) There's a guy at work that they have said they do that. They do that too. Like he'll be walking away, somebody will jingle keys and I'm like, I'm not that bad. I may be bad. I'm terrible. I'm not that bad. Yeah, yeah. We have a guy at our job who constantly has to say hello to you. Okay. Every time he sees you. Oh, every single time? Every time. Oh. Every time. That can get Every time. Every time. It's, oh my God. There's a spot in our office where we can, our office, on the production floor. Right. Where you can basically walk in a giant circle. Okay. Right. So, saw him three times. And right? hello every time. Hello every time. And I said to him, like, dude, I was like, hello. it's been three minutes and you said hello to me three times. He goes, yeah, it's great, right? And I'm like, no, I'm no. Like, Is he doing this on purpose? Am I being punked? I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> like, I thought he was not. just nuts. <laughs> and, but then he was like, yeah, it's great, right? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, you I win. Know. Congratulations. <laughs> you win. I don't know what to even do about that yeah, anymore. Yeah. That's one of those, okay, you think it's fantastic? Yeah. There right, should I'll have been balloons and confetti that came down <laughs> off the ceiling like and a big banner unfolds and I just shake his and hand you're and you win. So, yeah, you win. <laughs> well done. I'm doing the glad hand motion too. That's fine. Isn't That's that what that is when you do two hands? That's glad handing? If you say so, I, I don't think know. so. If you say so, I yeah. won't argue with you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the growl monster, um, like we said, uh, Mench Height is the uh, guy who the sent big him. Yeah. Right. And um, Mench Height is like, all right, look, um, and you he, guys got to give me that last alien Zamu. Or I'm going to do well, bad no, things he to says it's planet. bad. No, he says he, the kid's going to be bad. He's like, you don't want this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you really, really, he's, you know, he's going he's gonna to really do bad things to your planet and things like that. Like, you got to extradite him. Yeah. Um, We're trying to save you. We're not trying to knock your right. planet down. We're trying to save you from this little kid. Right. And then they're Zamu. like, no. Yeah, we're here to protect people and all that. And and until he does something yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah. He's got a sort of human form where he looks like a gilded Sonny Chiba, kind of. Um. I mean, he's just a young kid is what it is. No, means. not to him. I mean, like the... Uh, Menschheit? Menschheit, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Which is, uh, by the way, German for tall man. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Menschheit. Menschheit. No. <laughs> He's about this big. He's been tight, you know. Um, oh no! <laughs> like it's all I got. <laughs> so he keeps saying, like, "Oh, you know, this is going to have to happen." Blah blah blah. And um, so at this point, Ultraman uh, Neos is uh, is subdued by uh, by Grawl. Right. He's knocked out. And yeah, then, and that's how we end the episode, right? Like, no, 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 no. We you got no? lots of more people. Okay, lots more stuff. 
Lots more stuff. See, this would have been great if this recording had worked last week because I had watched them an hour before this. And I yeah, like, and they're all it's fresh in my head. <laughs> Who needs notes That's if I can? That's why I write stuff down. No, no. <laughs> Should have watched it twice. That happens. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Um, so, this, uh, da, 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 da. there we go. The guy, the Menshite guy, goes down to this mechanical room. Which you said we've seen a hundred times before. I'm sure we have that. I, know, sure I remember I saw that. I was like, it's that basement again. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. like I said, it every basement. It's the looks HVAC. Like it's the same. Yeah, it's the HVAC room at Superman Studios. <laughs> Having been in all basements in Manhattan, yeah. after a very short time, they blur so badly. Yeah. You know, you walk through these basements, you're like, I've been in this basement before. No, no, I really haven't no. because I remember this. It's all becoming walk. Mario Cantone's Steam Pipe Alley. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, and they see the kid, the kid hiding, the Zamu boy. Yeah. And the boy. That Zamu boy. <laughs> oh, that Zamu boy's nothing but trouble. Stay away yeah, from him. Exactly. And then the boy zaps him with whatever kind of lightning. Oh he yeah, has. yeah, that's right, that's right. And then for some reason. A giant light hits the area that they're in, which was a very super cool effect. Right. And then a monster the monster reappears and falls into a building almost instantly, which was very, very cool. And he says he has escaped from Zamu with a billion seeds of yeah. the Zamu. And that's where we see the little touch light yeah. kind yeah, of yeah. glowy thing. And then the monster the monster Zaps all kinds of buildings, trying to hit this kid, right. and of course missing because we need building explosions. Yeah, well, of water, course, wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah, and Nana is the one who kind of befriends the the um, the kid. The kid, right? Um, and then Hart says that Menshite's after the boy because he can revive the Zamu people, and for some reason, right? He's not happy. He's not happy. Well, I mean, you know, if he's the bad guy, like what the hell? Exactly. Like, you don't want to do this. Um, so then. This group shows up, and I never wrote down what the name of the group is, but I'm sure you don't remember either. What, the Self-Defense Force guys? That's what it is, yeah. the Self-Defense Force group. And they say that they have to give the kid back to mention. Oh, yeah, you got to, like, because we got to extradite this kid because we're being we're being held hostage. And right. it's like, no, you don't have to. No. No. <laughs> you don't, you don't got to have to. You really don't have to. And that's when, is this, is this where uh, Captain, um, the captain punches the guy? Captain Monado punches the guy in the face, or is that in a different episode? I think that's a different episode. <laughs> I don't remember him punching him at this point. I haven't. But then we do point. get the we do get the CI, CID guys or the CIB guys, right? Whatever they the are, the paramilitary guys come in. Yes, that's where this is. Mm -hmm. That's where we just said the, the paramilitary guys show up, and um, it's killing me. I'm looking through. Oh, CIB. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. Yeah. Um, and then Hart is going to try to save this kid. But for some reason, the kid says he can't trust Kagaru, which is the the other bad guy. And he says, uh, Kagaru says he will fight for the kid, even though the kid doesn't trust him Who, for some reason. Who's the, the other guy in the heart group that's not our main hero? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Kagaru. That's why I wrote it is down. Is that his name? Okay. So. That's fine. Close enough. And then, um, for some reason, a new tower just appears out of the ground. 
Sure. Oh yeah, the monster defense thing. Monster they throw defense. Up some monster defense, which was nice. I like that. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they put up uh, they put up like three little uh, force field towers. Right. And the monster's like, <laughs> and they they try to zap the monster. Yeah. And it doesn't really do a heck of a no. Way. But they give it their try. It stops them for a little while. Yeah. And then the captain gives orders to Hart. That they do have to protect the kid, even though he's an alien, right. because that is our job. That's our job. We were protecting innocent and whatnot. Right. Do and what we have to do. They attack, they fight against these CIB guys mm -hmm. because they're trying to walk the boy in handcuffs or whatever. So they knock all these CIB guys yeah. down and free the kid. Right. And the boy says, why did you free me? I don't get it. And they show, they say, listen, you're That's just what we a kid. Do, yeah. We understand that you're just a kid. You don't you're preserving your yeah. whole race. Like, this is important. And we're not going to let this obvious. You know, if you have a, <laughs> if you're going to have a plan, like, I don't know, I'm going to pull the wool over on all these earthlings. Right. And, you know, maybe don't have a giant monster. Help you out. But, yeah, I mean, or, or have a giant monster up here to try to stop you. Maybe hold them back a little bit. Just like, a touch. Just, yeah, just like, a touch. And I understand, like, oh, I, I thought the giant monster would finish everything off, and then I, I yeah, would wash my done. hands of the whole situation, but that didn't work, so now I have to go for plan B. Right. So. Right. But then we see the, the heart SUV with the boy driving. Because, you know, it's Japan, why not? Everybody can drive. <laughs> and they stop. <laughs> In Japan, everyone can drive. I don't know. Why not make nonsense up as I'm going Sure. Uh, <laughs> as everyone knows, the driving limit is nine and a half. Of course. You get your first You permit. get your learner's permit. I just imagine children driving in those tiny Japanese streets, and I'm just oh, like, God. oh. Yeah, it would be bad. Have, you've be seen, bad. like... How they have like delivery vans that are just like little itty bitty teeny like yeah it's yeah. neat. <sighs> Trust me, I've seen some of the vans that deliver in Manhattan and they're small and they are very very small. Yeah. And you still don't know how they make any money because to drive through Manhattan costs you just a ridiculous yeah. amount. Of I don't money. know. I also the, have you ever have you ever looked into the the numbering system in Japanese streets? No, no, I have not. They don't make any sense. Oh my it. god! Apparently now I'm. This is going from memory, you guys, so uh, correct me if I'm incorrect. That the numbering system is based on when the building was constructed, not... <laughs> I'm sorry. Try that yeah. one more so time. So, like, this is one because it was made a lot earlier than 277, which is right next door. Oh, good God, that yeah. would make no sense. Yeah, no. Oh, God, that makes no sense. No, no, no. It's crazy. That is insane. Yeah. It's 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 something crazy like that. I mean, at least that's where I do give Eisenhower the credit for the interstate road system and making sure that all the north-souths were odd and all the east-wests were even. Right. And, you know, because he saw what it was like on the Autobahn and said, you know what, we need that and let's yeah. go build that. And it'll get people to work because they're all off the military anyway, so we need them to work. Yeah. So, basically, it goes to... <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to figure out exactly how this works. Um, there, uh, it goes to uh, the Japanese dressing system. By the way, from sljfact.org. Um, uh, the Japanese dressing system is based on areas subdivided from big to small. Right. The largest is a prefecture. 
Uh, there are 47 of them. Um, the prefecture can be one of four things in Japanese. Oh, good lord. <laughs> to for capital, which is Tokyo only. Right. Do for territory, for Hokkaido only. Fu, metropolis, for Osaka and Kyoto. And 43 ken to cover the rest of the country. Okay. So, okay. Sure. sure. Then the sure. wards uh, are... Oh, I'm sorry. The ken are then divided into counties, gun, or cities, shi. Small cities are generally divided into cho, which is then translated as town or village in this dictionary, but really corresponds to areas or neighborhoods. Okay. Big cities are divided into wards, which are then subdivided into cho. Oh, good God, this is getting <laughs> annoying. But, like, but it, I, I, that's not how to, that's not the... Not what you were actually That's not what I was looking, looking for. for. It's crazy, though. There's, like, like the, uh, their street, how do street dresses work in Japan? Maybe is that the right one? Yeah, that's no, that's either. not helping. No? Okay, I can't remember where I saw it, but it's it's absolutely nuts. It's like buck nuts, where yeah, delivery next to two hundred and fifteen yeah. or something like that. Yeah, the the yeah delivery. Apparently, it is due somehow based on how they construct it. Oh, that's or crazy. when they construct. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Then again, this country has made Ultraman. I expect nothing less. That's true. <laughs> Let's go crazy. Okay, here we go. <sighs> Giant farting space cat. Sure. What else? By the way, uh, that new building is number 907, but it's next to four. <laughs> Listen, do you not get this? Oh, yet? yeah, and it goes block to like different blocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, it's, crazy. It's that's it's crazy. Absolutely. Why do you think when you, if you ever picked up like an Asian paper? Okay. And it like in, in and it's showing locations of things in Japan, right? Or if you see an ad for a Japanese company, right? It'll show you a little map, like because we're other, here, because otherwise you'll on never be this able to road find in it. this district. Yeah, because like we're in this building. With where the X is, so oh, find, go find here, that building. and then you'll be where yeah. we are, and you're like, oh, my that's head. crazy. My yeah, dear yeah. my head. I would get. I would go bonkers. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough that Pat's going to be walking around with this shirt that says, thank you, thank you, America, for numbered grids. <laughs> in Manhattan, it's so easy. Yeah. I mean, trust me, I've been on streets that don't go more than a block or two. Right. But after a very short while, you know all the big cross streets, and yeah, even if it's a street that doesn't exist anymore, which there are quite a few of now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're still on the grid, so you can find them. Sure. Sure. At least I can find. Like when I go to Manhattan and I'm like, I really don't know where I am, and I'll walk in a direction. I'm like, Oh, Houston. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Yay! I know. I kind of know, know where I'm Houston, at. Houston, and after that, I can find. Then you stuff. go. Off. Which way am I going? <laughs> you really get turned around. You're just like, Well, we crossed Houston, and you're like, Wait a minute. Stuff's starting to be in Chinese. I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> oh. And that's the one really bad thing about working in Manhattan for 20 years. Mm. I never go the wrong no, way. No, I know. I can't because I'll look and go, okay, I gotta go this way. And just yeah, I, I instantly. Learned, I learned uh, a New York fact Canal Street, so called because it's built over a canal. Yes. I thought you knew that. No. Pearl Street is because that's where they used to get the pearls. Stone Street is oh. because that's where they actually had the per- first Stone Street. Oh. Broad Street is because it is where all the, the ladies hung out. No, it was a broad street. <laughs> I get it. Wall Street was where they had a actual wall. Makes sense, sir. I don't know why you're like, look, what's the best thing we got about this street? Well, then he built a nice wall over there. No, right. it was the wall when it was New Amsterdam. 
Uh-huh. And they had to protect against the Indians. Oh, there you go. So they built a wall and said, "This wall street, yeah." But <laughs> put it over there. In the, oh, what's that street by the wall? I call it Wall Street. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, there's trust me. There's an, a few other ones, but those yeah. are the biggest ones. That but yeah, I just le- I learned about the um, I learned about the canal recently, and I was like, "Huh? Who Don't you know? I know." <laughs> Please. Trust me, having worked in those manholes any number of times, yeah. you have to pump out water constantly. Does it still stink? Apparently that's why they paved it over, because it reeked. No, it's, it, I mean, it's Chinatown, so it's not going to smell great. Yeah, it's but true. But it doesn't smell. Chinatown does have its own distinct funk. Well, it used to be Chinatown, the fish market, the meat market. They all had different smells. Oh, <laughs> now, the meat market, you go... Where's my rotting meat smell? Where's my smell? Oh, it's all clubs now. Okay, that's weird. It really is. It's crazy. It's the meatpacking district, so you can go get your meat pack, basically. Yeah. Innuendo, though. Anyhow, um, (laughs) let's get back to where we're going, because we're at 24 minutes, and we have not... (laughs) Bull gathering. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, the Ultraman fight shows up. He gets his... uh, Naos gets his, his butt handed to him. Right. And then the monster shoots at Naos and actually harms him. Yeah. And, and then uh, Ultra 721 and um, and uh, Zafi appear. Yes. And they're like, listen, yes. you are about to die. And you they can't become Ultraman Naos again until we bring you a new life or power pack. Or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It w- in 2019, it would be a tiara or something. <laughs> They'd have some yeah, sort of yeah. new jiggle. Hey, look, it's a hat. You know? <laughs> but then some flash in the sky picks up, like you said, picks up nails. There's my tongue. Right, right. And that's when Zafi and right. the other one appear. And then we find out two-parter. Indeed. So we will get back to this. We'll yeah. give our monster minute, and we'll get back to episode 12 Tomorrow. That's right. Monstro Minato. Um, we've got um, Grawl. Grawl is, um, let's see, his data, uh, 66 meters, 66,000 tons. Home world of space. Of course. Various dark matter life forms, um, and his affiliation is uh, Menchite, who is his master. Okay. Um uh, he can do. He has lightning that comes out of his horns. Yes. Um, fireballs from his. Uh, can expel an entire volley of fireballs from his mouth. All right. Flame radiation. This is a fire. Fires a beam of pure hatred from his mouth. Really? Yeah. That's. Oh, look, that's I'm really awesome. angry with a lot of people, that's but I cannot awesome. fire a beam of pure hatred out of my mouth. <laughs> if You'd only. Like to be able. Oh, if only. <laughs> Oh God! It That'd certainly would make it certainly would make here. work functions a lot more. <laughs> hey guys, come here! I got something for you. <laughs> hey, did you hear about the new thing about that we can't have any food on the floor? <laughs> oh, there he goes. Oh yes, uh, and he also has the energy absorption. And, of course, uh, he has a very strong hide that allows him to sustain damage. Of course, blows of course, for longer periods before submitting. Into its own death. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, Asura while we're at it too. Um, he was the end um, of the alien Zamu race. His name's uh, translates to hope in Zamu. Okay. So His base mission is to sacrifice himself to restore the race. Okay. But the arrival of Menchite forces him to save Earth. Um, 
and uh, let's see, he's got human disguise. He has pincer claws. Um, it was a cool looking monster, I do have to say. Yep. And he has lightning bolts, and uh, it's he's the Zamu's aliens are really cool looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think that would be an an interesting updated ally race because I think I would like to see like the alien Zamu's come back as an ally as an ally for for Ultramers. Yeah, but that that's the one issue that, like you said, we've had with this show. Yeah. Is because it's only one season and it's self-contained. Right. You don't get to see time. that. You'd like them to build out at least one storyline. Yeah. To a second season. But if they do... It would be nice. If they do expand to a 50-episode season, maybe they'll do something like that. Well, we'd have to what see. I understand is that it will not double their budget. It will half their budget, technically, because they have to go longer. So that's why they're trying to... Not have that happen. Oh, so, yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. What I would like, you know what would be neat, and we know you're listening, Super Ray, um, <laughs> how about giving us an Ultra with an alien sidekick, like We've had Zero to- had, for, no, I don't mean like, I don't mean like Pega, how, I mean like an Ultra who fights alongside a giant alien. <gasps> oh. So like, like sort of like how Jeed had Zero helping him. Right. You right. have a, you have an Ultra it could even be somebody or like whatever, Zero or yeah. something. And like there's a young Zamu fighting alongside of him. Okay. I could see right? that. Right? That would be neat. That would be. Yeah. But I mean, the, the problem you would have with that is they've used various Ultras mm. on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Are you going to start introducing more alien monsters just specifically to fight with Ultra? That's the only thing I would think huh? would be that. Oh, you mean like are they gonna? Because once you introduce a monster as an ally, yeah, you're gonna not just use him once. You're gonna use it. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe he's maybe he's like that's his arc. Is he like he's uh, been sent by the Galactic Council or, or something, whatever. or he's been exiled by accident. He's trying to. Uh, he was he was uh, he's the, the one armed alien killed his wife. You know, okay. he's, he's, the he's the fugitive. He's the fugitive. And there's a Tommy Lee Jones alien chasing him. Oh, you know. no. <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. Yeah, I don't care. <sighs> so. But yeah, that's it, you guys. Um, we'll see you tomorrow for more of the 12 Days of Ultraman. Uh, on behalf of the Science Pro, I'm Rich Conrad. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Ford. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>